All right, listeners, welcome to a bonus episode of the VC Podcast featuring Matt and Joanna Black. Guys, welcome. Uh, we'd love to just hear, let's kick it, let's go right into it, jump right in. Uh, tell us uh, first kind of who you are, where you're from, uh, if you're local here in E-Town, and then kind of just the various things that you do. I know there's a lot there to talk about. Just start unpacking it. Sweet. Yeah. Well. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you so much. Um yeah, we live right down the road, so we're on. Our we're, we're off of Sportsman's Lake Road, and uh, mm-hmm. what's your house number? I'm just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> you take a left and then a right, and you're almost. Just come there. on out and visit us. That's right, everybody. No. Um, so yeah, we're from from Elizabethtown, born and raised here, um, and uh, he is. Yes, was. and yes, and then yeah. um, we ended up meeting about now. It's almost twenty three years ago now. So. And uh, we got married in the year 2000, mm-hmm. and we had no idea how well that would serve us as we got older to yeah. remember how many years we'd actually been married. Yeah, it's very quick math. It helped a lot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, yeah. When we when we met each other, this is kind of cool because I think it's kind of part of our story. But she had uh, not touched her cello for like almost a couple of years, and um, yeah. and I saw this. Thing in a bag that looked like it might be a cello in there, and um, and I went to college in Nashville. And I never even really had any friends that played cello there, and so I saw that. I was like, "Can you play that?" And she was kind of hem hawing around, like not not really. You know, went on to find out that you know she started playing when she was eight, and she started dealing with performance anxiety, and um, and you know, and just kind of put it away and just didn't want to do it anymore, and. And played through college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and so like, uh, yeah. I, I just, I just told her like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure like if you can just play like one note on that thing well and in tune, like it'll just, it sounds beautiful. Like, like I, I, I remember it saying you like, had really think, low standards. Yeah, so I yeah. actually was willing to kind of try it out a little. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't know. I still like need to, if it's one note, I still need it on the paper, like <laughs> on the staff. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm just like totally freaked out about it. Yeah, I think I told her, I said, I think I think Wonderwall had like four cello notes through the entire song and it was just awesome. And so, so I'm not into classical music. Uh, I mean, I'm more so now than I was then, but I was like, I was like, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure like you can just play simple things. It'll be beautiful. And so we ended up uh, starting to play together and she got some opportunities and and it was just kind of cool to see God really um, just, uh, I don't know, how, how do you put it? Like you said something about playing for man versus. I mean, yeah. when I was asked to play for something and that all that old like anxiety started coming back and I was just like, I don't want to do this. Like, how can I get out of this, you know? And I just really felt the Lord impress on me. You've been playing for yourself and concerned about what everybody else thinks. If you'll play for me, I'll set you free from that. And so that began a huge journey. It didn't happen overnight. Um, but, you know, we just kept getting opportunities. And it it kind of has followed our path. Like, this is how it has happened. God continues to lay the path, and we just keep taking the steps, even if we're afraid or we don't know what's going on or how it, where it's going to go and where he's taken us. And um, so that was part of just being like, okay, well, I know you told me that, so uh, I'll trust you with it. And some really good moments opened up and uh, especially one person encouraged me 
he just said, because uh, I was like, I don't know how expressive I should be in my playing or in my my singing or my worship or, you know, any of that. Like, I don't want to be a distraction. And he was like, girl, somebody is waiting for you to get freed up so they can be freed up to worship mm. God. And I was like, yeah, that that sounds really cool. <laughs> like, I would like to be freed up that kind of way. So he just said, you know, do it. if you're afraid, do it afraid, because you never know what God will do with your willingness to just do it for him rather mm. than stay in your in your safe place so hmm. so that has marked a lot of the journey because uh, there are still times when I was just talking with somebody this morning about our different things that we do and how we kind of have to mentally prepare a little bit and so much of that mental preparation for me is just not my will but your will because my will is to kind of stay it stay inside the fence and not not go too far out and and the Lord keeps opening up the fence, opening up the door, and like, okay, we're going to go out here. And I'm like, uh, okay. But he's been faithful every time. So, And so many things have happened as a result of not our planning and, you know, making the next thing happen, but the Lord leading it and mm-hmm. leading us. And so it's been really cool. Yeah. It's a good life. Um, like over the years, we have a we, our ministry is with a um, uh, an organization based out of Nashville called Artist and Christian Testimony International, and um, they're they're really just a, an organization that that is empowering you know different artists to to share the gospel through their art uh, all around the world, and um, and so it's been awesome to be a part of that ministry. And as, you know, when you join an organization, I mean, they're they're very you know they they're not they don't ask us to do certain things like this is what our mission is and you're going to join this they they helped us figure out you know hey what is god doing in your uh life and how are you uniquely gifted to go out and and reach uh, the world and um and so um uh, over the years we've had to write like mission statements and things like that because that's what what you, you know, part of the uh, part of what you do when you're part of an organization you have to show and and uh, be accountable to, um, you know, the, the people who are running that organization. And it's just always really kind of problematic because you would write these mission statements and you'd be like, is that really what we're doing? Or, you know, uh, <laughs> and, and um, <laughs> it was then, yeah, is it? Because yeah. it kept shifting. Yeah, it and, yeah. yeah. And, and just a few years we're ago, always in edit mode. <laughs> yeah, it, it finally uh, became just really simplified. We want to make music and make disciples. And, and I think that's that's a really a good template for for everyone's life. I mean, not everybody makes music, but if you have a skill or you have something that can intersect with the world, like uh, that can be a good uh, vehicle for you to connect other people to Christ with, because you end up having something that that is in common with uh, in in the the temporary world, which might be music or it might be. Uh, I don't know, accounting or whatever it might be. And that, that allows you to intersect with, you know, the, the unbelieving world or even the church in different ways for encouragement. Right. And, uh, and then uh, you're able to use that as a catalyst to uh, point people towards Christ. And, and so that's something that we can both kind of remember and keep in our mind and, uh, and, and articulate pretty well. And, um, and so I think I think God's just been really trying to teach us over the past few years what does discipleship really look like, mm-hmm. and uh, and I feel like we're still 
uh, growing and what that that looks like, but but really moving beyond like classroom situations and into more doing life with people. Um, and so, you know, uh, basically in our ministry, we do, you know, we do concerts, we, um, we lead worship like we, we did with you all the other night. Um, and we have a home, uh, our, our, we give lessons out of our home now, which is, which is new. And it's been kind of frustrating for me in some ways because, <laughs> um, I've given lessons before and I've stopped, but this is like, we're, like a year and a half in, I'm giving lessons, and I'm actually starting to feel like I'm enjoying it. Mm-hmm. And, it and I think it speaks to, to me about how it's difficult to do discipleship, and the reason why we don't like really pour in and teach others what we know is because once we we know something, we have confidence in it, and we like doing it, but then we have to kind of uh, break it all down into small pieces to, to give to someone else, and that's kind of frustrating because you don't know if you're doing a good job getting the information to people or or teaching someone else and, and it's then, hard to measure yeah there are ways to measure but it is hard yeah. to measure how that's happening yeah. either by teaching someone the guitar or piano or by you know their relationship with the lord you know because mm-hmm. so many things we can't measure we have to you know see the fruit or see the result and you know god's not always especially in the spiritual he's not always concerned with the fruit of things he's like i just want you to be attached to me so anyway yeah i didn't mean to like springboard somewhere else no i mean it's true like like i was just thinking about someone that i've been teaching guitar like we're making all this progress and all of a sudden i could tell that person stopped practicing (laughs) and it seemed like there was a regression there and and then you know all of a sudden like you're you're just kind of struggling like, Hey, did I do something wrong? You know, you're all, and I think that's, I think it's just kind of interesting when you think about having opportunities to pour your, your, uh, relationship with Christ into someone else. It feels much the same way. And I think that's, I think that's one of the barriers to actually discipling other people. And when Um, you're really invested mm -hmm. and you feel like I've done the best I can do and what's that person going to do with it? When they run with it, it's like, yes, look at them go. But when it doesn't happen that way, it's like, hmm. You kind of have to deal with that, like, not disappointment, but just like, did I do, was it me? Was it them? Is it, it's obviously them, but like, <laughs> anyway. Um, but just that, that struggle of, mm-hmm. like, kind of relinquishing that control of, like, mm-hmm. I, know, I know what I need to invest and you know what you need to do, and there is, it's it it There's gets kind of yeah. it gets kind of like it complicates because we want to do what we're doing and what what they're doing and make them do what they need to do mm-hmm. when we just offer, mm-hmm. and we don't really always get to see the result. Yeah, and and not the not to mention too when you were saying that like. Like we're not always doing what we're supposed to be exactly. doing, exactly. <laughs> you know, and so right. And so, so then there's yeah. that. Yeah, I'm the wrong person to be talking about practicing. I only practice when yeah. I'm like, I'm gonna look yeah. really stupid if I don't know what I'm supposed to do um, right now. Or, or <laughs> you know, uh, I I don't I don't think either. Jo- neither Joanna and I would say that we were very like hardcore disciplined like uh, people. And so, like like being being someone to say like imitate me. Is yeah. I, I mean, is I imitate Christ, yeah. you know, like in that bigger sense. Like, I think that's another okay, thing. Okay, never mind. Don't look at me. Look at Christ. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forget um, about it. Uh, so, so I think our our regressions and our our ups and downs in our walk with God, those are things that kind of, uh, um, I guess, I guess when people are in our lives observing what we're doing, we just have to be transparent about that. 
Yeah. I think you, you were talking about making music, making disciples, the way those two played together, even like you said, as you try to break it down into these small pieces that you can hand off to someone or give to someone, even in doing that, as you see how they're able to take it and run with it or not, like you said, sometimes it can be a little bit like looking in a mirror, maybe saying, okay, that didn't work. Wait, is that what I'm looking like too? Okay. You know, yeah. so it, yeah, yeah. It, it is this constant process of growth on our own part as we make disciples mm-hmm. as well, doing what yeah. Jesus called us to do. So yeah. For sure. Yeah, I know y'all, your ministry, like some music is a huge part of that. Even some missions work that you're involved in um, around the world, what does that look like for you all? Well, we we had an opportunity to go to Haiti, um, you know, a few years ago, and we recorded a a Haitian pop gospel music project. um, And that wasn't what we're going to Haiti for. We we actually thought it was, uh, we thought we're going to teach some basic recording techniques uh, to a person that had opened a, a small studio at the mission we were at um, with very limited equipment um, who was recording people from just different churches in Haiti. And, and, uh, uh, and, and one of the missionaries there told us that, you know, the, you know, a, f- a couple of years earlier, that's where we got the idea from is like, they're, they're doing recordings, but they don't sound like American recordings. And I was like, okay, well, well maybe we could go and teach some recording techniques and, uh, you know, and we just maybe record like four simple songs and that would be it. Um, but what we didn't realize is there was a little bit of a disconnect between what she was seeing and what his vision was. And his idea was, hey, I'm going to let anybody come in here to record because I want churches to have the studio open to be able to record inexpensively. But this guy was like, as far as his vision, it was way bigger than what she understood. And so he didn't just have people who were kind of starting the recording process. He also had a group of friends that were just, I mean, literally really incredible. The, the greatest musicians. singers and musicians we've ever yeah. worked with. And so yeah. uh, we uh, get there and the, these guys like have like squire guitars and a bass guitar with a, with a rattling like tuning peg on it. And, nice. you know, but, but like, uh, uh, you know, Playing old them computers. Like they're just amazing. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, and and so we we did that project and we really thought some, I mean the the, the project I, I love listening to it still to this day and I wish more people could hear it and I wish more people would buy it but it's in Creole so people have to kind of get over the thing of it being in a different language. There's an insert with English. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, if we, you're willing if, to read the words. Yeah, if you'll buy the CD and just just for the sake yeah. of getting the English translation. If you play the CD. Um, <laughs> but but you know that. The, the idea, like, for, for Ilbach, who was the person we were working with, is he, he felt like the gospel would be preached through music throughout Haiti. And, uh, and so um, as far as releasing that song digitally through Haiti, everybody has cell phones in Haiti, you know, even if they live in, uh, uh, it seems like even if they, they live in a really small, like, hut or something, house uh, out of, like, concrete cinder blocks, they have their <laughs> cell phone. And so, you know... We felt really confident that that project is being heard in Haiti, um, uh, but we were hoping to bring them to the United States and maybe do some different things. Well, I mean, those things never worked out, and so what ended up happening over the next few years was uh, Ilbach and I have been talking about starting a school of music there, and Joanne and I, and so it, it's uh, uh, it it finally kind of came to to pass last year uh, where we we opened this. Uh, we found the house to do it in, and uh, this last October, yeah. right? It's only been 
Yeah, and I guess it started in July of last mm-hmm. year. We figured that out, and that was around the same time. Like, like we found the house, and then the president uh, unfortunately was assassinated, and you know, then the the missionaries got kidnapped, so and then so much unrest. Yeah, yeah, and and then we realized it wasn't just like American missionaries. There was basically once you have a destabilization. You definitely have people, I think, that are wanting to do power control type things. Right. They start creating chaos in the country. So Haitian kids and, and and Haitian people were starting to be kidnapped. Had nothing to do with like ransom ransom money. So and it so, started out as a yeah. plan for the kids to come after school. Suddenly, was not safe, and yeah. so they. I mean, that's the beauty of Ilbach. Like just watching him, he is so passionate and so determined. And like these obstacles to us, it's like, well, gosh, what are they going to do? Like, that sounds terrible. We don't want, you know, we don't want to like push this or whatever. He's like, oh, we'll work around it. So he's like, well, we'll just have them come on the weekends with their parents. And it Mm. turns into this family thing, which is a really big deal there for families to have anything Mm -hmm. to do together um, Mm -hmm. as a family unit. And so Mm -hmm. then the families start coming for lessons for their kids on the weekends. And Mm -hmm. that turned into a blessing. Yeah. And there's a nice courtyard in the, the place that we're renting that, you know, parents can hang out in while they wait for their kids. And, and, uh, you know, for, we're fortunate we found a, a building that had a secure wall around it mm-hmm. with a gate. And mm-hmm. um, and so we haven't, you know, ha- we've been very blessed to not have anything happen uh, there. Uh, mm-hmm. one, one day, this, you know, it was a little disappointing. We we made these signs for the School of Music. And uh, there was one day there was just some people protesting, happened to be on that street. They're not really like right in the middle of the city, mm-hmm. but for some reason, some people were frustrated, so they set some tires on fire, and and they they just one of the things they happened to knock over was the sign, and so that still hasn't been put back mm-hmm. up yet. So, mm-hmm. but uh, but yeah, so um, so yeah, that's that's been it, what's been cool about that is is you know we've been grounded, and I, I, you know we've wanted to go back to Haiti, and uh, we we would like to go back to Haiti, and now with the school that's going on, take people with us to like mm-hmm. um, you know just do some summer camps with these kids here and all those things. And uh, that door just hasn't been opened. But what's amazing is this, this relationship that, that we've been able to build with Ilbach over the past yeah. five years, five plus years has, has given us like we get on WhatsApp with him and we talk with him about what's going on. Yeah. And honestly, as an American in Haiti, like, like he's been able just to, to negotiate better yeah. deals for things. Like they don't, Really, His even know that we're behind that, that America is be. fully behind the ministry <laughs> because our, our vision is to see this actually become supported by Haitian churches uh, and not American churches or, or or donors. And I don't know how long it'll take for that to come to pass because the economy is really bad in Haiti since we started this goal. But um, you know, I mean, economy is kind of bad here, and you know, so mm-hmm. so it's just everybody's in the same boat, and it's a little worse when you're in a developing country. So. And all of that is detail mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. then when he'll send us, you know, videos of the kids, mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, look at mm-hmm. them. Like they're playing. They're mm-hmm. playing the piano. They're playing the violin. Yeah. Uh, one of the singers on the album uh, is actually a teacher. She and her brother mm-hmm. are teachers. She played the violin. Deborah, yeah. Deborah, yeah. And um, <clears throat> they're doing uh, piano. Um, we're hoping to be able to raise uh money for a generator for them Mm -hmm. because uh you know wooden pianos that would make sense for them Mm -hmm. to use in a situation where electricity is a little sketch um aren't 
a possibility either. Mm -hmm. So they do have electric keyboards and pianos and mm -hmm. things like that. So uh, a generator would kind of help them be able to keep going when the electricity is mm -hmm. is not as reliable. Yeah, Haiti has got the thing of they do have public electricity, but it's like very it can be hit or miss. Mm -hmm. you know? yeah. So and it's it's off, seems like most of the time there. Yeah. So. So yeah, there's definitely challenges that we don't have to, to deal with right. here. So that's very cool that you all have been able to work <clears throat> work closely with that school and in Haiti without being able to actually be there. Uh, just kind of shows just you know when God's behind something. It's, it's definitely ways that you can overcome those obstacles. And to your point, the um, you know when they're playing music, that's kind of the beautiful thing about playing music is that it's a gift that God has given us that it can kind of leave the reality of some things behind when you're in the midst of, of some musical stuff there. But uh, I would love to talk about that all day, but I don't want to keep you all all day, so I do appreciate your time. Uh, let's let's jump over here just a little bit, if you don't mind, um, and I'm sure we'll talk a little bit later about ways people can support that mission in Haiti and, and the School of Music and things like that. Tell me about uh, you all. I know that knowing you as little as I do, but uh, it's kind of that first thing that you, you realize, like, these are recording artists. Uh, Matt and Joanna make great music, but that doesn't always seem to be like, you're not looking for that glory. You're not trying to be famous. Um, but it is cool that you're making, like we just shared with Valley Creek Go, the As We Go song, such a great song. And so I do want to bring attention to that, to the people that you guys do release music of your own. Uh, tell us about that. What is that? When you guys met, you know, back in uh, the 90s, were you like, uh, hey, you know what? We're going to be making music together. That's <laughs> the. Uh, when did that start with you two going like, you know what? We should be a, a musical act, husband and wife duo here. I mean, that, that's kind of started pretty off the bat as far as like singing together, like... Uh, I, I don't. I, I we think, went on a mission trip. Yeah. To Antigua, mm -hmm. and I was supposed to help in the kitchen because mm -hmm. I was kind of a late, latecomer mm -hmm. to the trip, and he was going to be leading the youth praise band for the youth revival, mm -hmm. and uh, the head kitchen lady kind of got frustrated with me because I was always with the band mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, instead of you know peeling potatoes. So. Uh, that's pretty much where it started. Mm -hmm. um, as he said, he saw my cello pretty early on. And so then he tells people now that his guitar fell in love with my cello. And mm -hmm. so it kind of, you know, came together pretty well. So um, it's been really amazing um, just to see how God has unfolded these years and mm -hmm. the ways that things have happened. Um, currently... Um, we are. We have some things that we're working on potentially. <laughs> yeah, we're really home I mean, life is fun. We uh, have a home studio, so that's good. I, I kind of like recording other people more than us, and sure. so I wish that we had more of a pipeline of music. I think I promised a pipeline of music like in two thousand nine <laughs> when we first got our first like home recording rig, and then I've learned like oh. Recording yourself is a very like yeah. difficult psychological thing to work through, and so, uh, <laughs> uh, so, uh, but you know, uh, right now, kind of going back to the beginning though, like, oh, yeah. like, um, okay. uh, I, I had a audio engineering when I went to college at Belmont, and I went through like two and a half years of of classes on that, but I was just going with a mindset of like I'm an artist that wants to be informed, and there wasn't really digital recording and. Uh, and honestly, I did not understand a thing about compression or all those those technical things while I was mm -hmm. in college. And 
it wasn't until like, like, um, you know, we got married in 2000 and 2003, we had an opportunity to do infuge camps and I, and I had some songs that I've written. I wanted to record them. And we found like a guy in Lawrenceburg that was a worship leader that we heard what he'd recorded and we're like, Hey, he's doing a pretty good job. And so, um, so anyway, we did that and that was, that was like our first step into that. And that was, that was awesome. And that's kind of how our ministry got started. Yeah. And, uh, uh you know, now our, our main current project is doing a song about we, we, we recorded with a pianist in Virginia, uh, some arrangements yeah. of, of hymns and we're, we're hoping to start releasing those this year. And actually they've been sitting in my laptop mm -hmm. for a year and a half now, but I think this is the time uh, mm -hmm. to do it now. So, um, so yeah. But every day mm -hmm. we are reading the Bible yes. because as a homeschool family, mm -hmm. um, I discovered, uh, from a long way back, I've known that I've loved to read, mm -hmm. but I love to read out loud. Mm -hmm. And so we read aloud a lot in our mm -hmm. family with our girls. And even recently with Matt, he's kind of come along with us in this most recent series we finished together, The Green Ember. Um, but I have been listening to the Bible for a while. Uh, and the Bible really, uh, being a church girl, like actually uh, saying that I knew the Bible and then actually starting to read the Bible like word for word from beginning to end over and over literally has changed my life. And that is kind of, I'm sheepish to say it's only been, you know, in the last five years or so. Um, and so the Bible is life changing for me. And so now every day we're reading, mm -hmm. uh, we're reading a portion. And so that has been really fun to work together, uh, to, to be putting out something every hmm. every day, and yeah. it be the Bible. It's really yeah. powerful. Yeah, so that kind of goes with the discipleship thing. It's mm -hmm. just something that's important to us. And mm -hmm. I can't remember hardly anything anymore. And so, like, I also am starting to try to embark on – I did Scripture songs weekly, but it's really been, like, Scripture songs quarterly yeah. <laughs> now. Like, it's hard to do that, but just trying to put some some Scripture to music. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, but, but yeah, the, the Bible has changed both of our lives in the past few years because, uh, especially the old Testament, uh, like I've been, we've, we've been kind of part of that, that group of a lot of people of our age that kind of in a lot of ways has minimized the importance of the old Testament. And, um, and we know it's a just, lot about it, but yeah. not really yeah. in it. And just seeing the just seeing the correlations between the old and new testament mm -hmm. has really given us a, a, a better picture of the whole picture of, of the big picture of God or the mm -hmm. his his true nature and mm -hmm. and so that's just been awesome for us. So mm -hmm. Yeah. We're excited to hear those arrangements of the hymns coming out. Zach can tell you I'm a big yeah. Andrew's the hymn guy. Of hymns. Oh, Sweet. yeah. Love hymns. I've always got a hymn for everything that Sweet. I'm like, we could do this one. Yep. I, I'm limited. <laughs> so we're looking forward I grew to up that. In a small Methodist church. Yeah. I'm limited. We had like the the small brown Methodist hymnal. Yes. Uh -huh. uh, and so I know like a few kind of B sides from that one. But yeah, Andrew's got the, man, he's, you've got such a great knowledge of those. Yeah, so I look forward to, well, forward to I, hearing that. I, I do have to say, Zach, like I, I, every time I listen to anything you record, like I'm, I'm like, man, like, like there, there's just something about like um, I don't know, the 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 sound that that you guys get when you record, whether it's a live thing or whatever. I've just been really uh, uh, 
uh, it's something I've looked back and it's like, like, and go like, man, like younger people, like they just get this like so much more than I do. And so, uh, so anyway, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm a big fan of your recordings. I appreciate that. But let me, let me, uh, throw, throw back. You guys sound great too, but, uh, you were talking about kind of falling behind on projects or waiting too long. Uh, we're working on one song right now that our drummer recorded his parts to in January of last year. Yeah. And we were like, man, those drums sound great, dude. We'll get our parts recorded as soon as we can. <laughs> Cue to 18 months later. Uh, yeah. We're almost done with it. So with never it. too late yeah. to release it. The, yeah, the pianist right. we worked with recorded his arrangements in four hours because uh, we just that's about the time we had. We did six yeah. songs and mm-hmm. we haven't done our parts to it yet. So. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. 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 All right, so any so you talked about you have those upcoming things coming out, um, new music. Uh, I know there's ongoing stuff with the Haiti School of Music. There's so much more there. Anything else that you guys wanted to share about what you've been doing, what God's been doing in your lives? Um, let me see. Do you have anything, honey? It's okay. I know Volley he's doing back. a lot, but <laughs> not always. Volley well, back. I we we have a. Uh, it it just seems like uh, right now God seems to be open up more opportunities in this area for us, which is, is good at this, excuse me, season in our life. And, um, and we, uh, we have a kind of a cool opportunity in a couple of weeks where there's a, the city of North Vernon, Indiana is putting on a, a concert. And, uh, I actually thought it was a, the church that we went to that was doing this concert, but it's actually the city <coughs> of North Vernon. And so there's, there's a, we have a good opportunity to to do a, a community concert, and it's uh, with with some other Christian bands. And you don't usually get an opportunity to do that when in, at a city sponsored event. So, kind of excited about that 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 still happens in some cities, you know. And um, I don't know. So we're looking forward to that to that in a couple of weeks. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, um, I don't. I don't. It's kind of funny. I don't feel like we have like extraordinary news, but um, but you know. Uh, it's kind of cool too that that God's. I, I don't know. I don't know if it's because I'm negative or whatnot, but I don't feel like our ministry has ever been that extraordinary. But I, I do think that God's used us a lot uh, in the last mm-hmm. few years. You know, um, uh, so so anyway, if that makes any sense, so. it does make sense. It does make sense because you know, uh, it's not like self-deprecating, but like genuinely. Uh, God has done a lot with a little. Mm-hmm. Yeah, God has done a lot with a little. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do. I do feel like I I understand and enjoy music more than I ever have. Like in the, well, I take that back. I don't enjoy listening to music like I did when I was a, like a, a younger person. But just learning about how music works and stuff mm-hmm. has been really. I think giving lessons is like actually giving us yes. a, a bump up and. Like oh how how do the nuts and bolts of this work and yeah so I'm hoping and that translates to songwriting uh, even more in the future too so and probably one of the biggest blessings of this year musically is um, actually playing with our kids so uh, our older daughter has grown I'm so glad you brought that up <laughs> yeah um, our older daughter has grown in her playing uh, and in her like gumption to get with it. And so that has been a blessing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, she has had some beautiful people pouring into her. Uh, so she was able to lead with a youth band. And then, um, you know, that kind of just primed her up to be able to step in. Mm-hmm. And so we're adding instruments mm-hmm. that we haven't had between the two of us uh, mm-hmm. all this time. So 
And we've been as often. And then our little one, she's mm-hmm. just a songbird. So yeah, she's got a and she's fearless. She's got killer pipes. Yeah, and um, she sings loud. Yeah, and with vibrato with and lots switches of in her head and chest <laughs> voice. I'm like, wow, this is wild. This is wild. I mean, yeah. So um, and yeah. and we've been helping uh, LifePoint uh, um, Church, the church which, plant in town. That's kind of meeting in the old Severns Valley building with their worship team. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah. uh, they hired our ministry to to be a part of that to help them launch and. And so Myra's been getting more opportunity. Myra and Kara both have been getting more opportunities to 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 lead with us, which has been great. So, yeah, yeah. it's a blessing. I, you know, you, if you have kids and they start learning how to play instruments, mm-hmm. and you realize it's the result of growing up in a musical home, which I, I had singers in my family, and and but my sisters have moved out. They play piano and stuff. It's just cool seeing them grow up with that mm-hmm. being like a second language in the house, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And so, um, so yeah. yeah, that's probably been. It, one of my favorite uh, that's probably been one of our greatest accomplishments is to see that starting to come to pass so well and our older daughter yesterday just told me uh she was like mom is it weird that i just sit in the next room while you're giving lessons and i'm like i don't think so i mean i think that's <laughs> fine you know i don't think anybody's uncomfortable with that and she's like well i just kind of feel like i'm gleaning what you might tell them that maybe you won't think to tell me i'm like yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. Like, you've probably been getting a lot of lessons your whole <laughs> life that I didn't even know, you know? Yeah. So it's been really fun to get to play cello with her. She loves to play the cello. She wants to play duets. Mm-hmm. She loves to play hymns. So we do a lot of cello duet hymns, and mm-hmm. it's just been fun. And she is a writer, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt did a songwriting course last year or the mm-hmm. year before. Mm-hmm. I can't remember when. Yeah. Uh, last year, and she he collaborated with her. That was one of his assignments, and uh, she wrote this just mm-hmm. beautiful little thing. And mm-hmm. he recorded her. And that's something we're going to release sometime this year. Uh, hey, so, yeah. So, and I heard it, and I was like, I'm like like a moth to a flame. I'm like in his studio, like what, who, what, what is this? And he's like, that's my, I'm like, that's my mom. I'm like bawling. <laughs> she was. <laughs> and she's like still asleep. And I go in her room. I'm like, honey. She's like, mom, are you okay? What's wrong? I'm like, I just heard your yeah. song. It's beautiful. So uh, anyway, there's a lot of, a lot of fun things we're seeing. Yeah. With them. Well, very cool. We we've just been it's been so cool to uh, have you guys be a part of the Valley Creek family here this past week, and uh, I guess this past several weeks with your song. And again, thank you for sharing that with us, listeners. If thank you, you if you still haven't pieced it together, I'm assuming you have. But just to put it <laughs> clearly, um, the song we've been sharing is part of our VC Go series. As we go, a lot of people uh, just assumed it was some big nationally touring Christian act, and who knows, maybe one of these days. But uh, they were a little closer to home, just as big, just as cool, but they were right here, Matt and Joanna Black. So that was their song. And uh, again, thank you guys for coming on the podcast. Andrew, anything uh, from you you'd like to? No. Any the, other questions? Not really. I'm just again, yeah, thank you all for, for sharing your song, for sharing with us about your ministry and what yeah. God's doing. Thank um, you, guys. We yeah, would love for you. people to have a an easy way to support you guys or to check out your music or even the the Haiti uh, the School of Music. What are ways people can see what you're doing and then also support if they'd like to? I mean, the you know the the central point we like to send people to um, is is mjblack.com, which stands for Matt Joanna Black.com, or like um, 
you know, MichaelJordanBlack.com. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever way you can memorize that. Sure. I, I mean, you can definitely type Matt and Joanna Black in Google and we'll come up. But um, but that there you'll see how you can support. Um, uh, you'll see like the Haiti Music School. You'll see Bible Every Day. You'll see links to our all of our social channels there. Uh, and just to let you all know about Haiti right now, like we have 14 students and we are getting ready for the fall. And so at the, at the moment, we have, a, we have a short-term need of about $1,000 to get ready for the fall. And we probably need to actually raise about $10,000 by next February. And so, um, and, and we've been very blessed to see funds come in for the first year. And so, so uh, and, and that's come from lots of, lots of people. So you don't even have to, to give a lot to help us reach those, reach those goals. Um, but if you uh, resonate with that, you'll, you'll get to see the, the, the director actually took a video of the progress over the first year. And I'm a little jealous because it seems like the kids are learning faster there than they are <laughs> in, in, in our, in our studio. But no, no, I, I think you guys, uh, if you go look at that, you'll, you'll get to see kind of the gist of what's happening there. And, and we're, we're super excited about it. So, um, yeah. so yeah, that's, uh, um, and, and, you know, and is there anything else you'd like to add to that? Uh, <laughs> so I think I summed it. <laughs> if you want to hear me stumble, I think you mentioned Bible every day. Um, we are we've just started Nehemiah, so yeah, Nehemiah Last is night. like yeah. Today is the first day. You don't of have to wait till January to jump in. You know, and it's yeah. interesting because when people found out we were going to be doing that, they're like, "Aren't you concerned about Leviticus?" And I was like, "Should I be? Maybe <laughs> I am." And then I, w- I had no idea. It was like. First Chronicles, you guys, like that was the one. Leviticus was nothing compared yeah. to First Chronicles, like those lists and lists and lists yeah. of names. All right, guys. Well, thank you again so much. And uh, I'll pray for us to end the podcast if you don't mind. Thank you again for your time. And listeners, go check out mjblack.com and uh, just support this great couple. Let's pray. God, thank you for today. Thank you for the chance we've had to just join together and podcast together, have these great discussions. God, I would thank you for just the work that you've done through the lives, through the ministry, through the music of Matt and Joanna. Uh, God, just we, we ask that you continue to do great things uh, to, through them, through those ministries that they've started, that they've gotten launched. And uh, God, we pray that you would just stir the hearts of people who, who might be interested in supporting what they've got going on. So God, we thank you again, love you and praise you. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.